Do you have PS Plus? Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, have, uh, is Tokyo a Jungle still on sale for three seventy five? Because it might be worth picking up. Let's yeah, talk, no, that's I don't awesome. Know. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, is that the one where you play the corgi? Yeah, you were yeah. Me well, not a corgi, pomeranian. Oh. Yeah, different animals. Pomeranian, yeah, and that's like the default one. But as you like play through, you can unlock additional animal. animals to be like cats and. Uh, and this is in like life after <laughs> people, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and you're basically trying it's to be top of the food chain. Incredibly oh, okay. addicting. Yeah, exactly. You have you have to go like hunt other animals, or if you're a herbivore, you have to like sneak from the uh, the meat eating animals and like eat things. But you have to move around this like kind of desiccated, overgrown Tokyo, right? And uh, like so, uh, keep moving, like because some areas might become toxic. There might start acid rain, might starting. So you're playing the lion from I Am Legend. Basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, once you get up to that level, like when you're level, when you're level ten, you're the yeah. lion. Well, you start off, you like level up, you do, and then you kind of, as you play, you've got like survival mode, and you've got like little challenges that pop up along the way, mm-hmm. like eat X number of things or blah blah blah. Is it, is it like that Super Nintendo game Evo? Kind of like that, where you start off as a little uh, thing, and the more you do, you no, evolve into. Not really, no. It's like you you play. They have like a sur- survival mode, which is like you just play until like you can't continue until you die, and uh, you can every uh, your animal will eventually you level it up by eating like you know whatever it eats, uh, killing enough things. But um, <clears throat> eventually, like you get old, so you have to like take claim a territory by like marking all these spots in a certain area, like then, peeing, like marking a spot. Well, it, essentially, yeah, but it doesn't like show like. Oh, okay. But it, it has like a little flag area. You go over it, and you have to like press and hold the button for enough time to like claim it, and then you gotta get like three or four checkpoints. And the longer you play, the more ridiculous the animals are. Yeah. you get. Yeah, if you apparently if you get like if uh, you survive longer than seventy five years, like dinosaurs, yeah, are showing up. and. I did that with, like, the beagles. So I'm a beagle, and I have, like, giant dinosaurs chasing after me. How does that make sense? It, it doesn't. doesn't. It's Japanese. Yes, it's Japanese. Okay, and that's Tokyo Jungle? It's Tokyo Jungle. Um, yeah, it's it's on PS Plus. It was was on sale for, like, three seventy five. Okay. Which is, like, really good. It's normally 15 and Yeah, I think, I think I got it for, like, same price. I think I got it for, like, $7. Journey's last year. so amazing. Yeah, what, what was Journey's besides that shoe store in the mall? No uh, one else want to... It's a good game. It's okay. by the people who use Flower mm-hmm. and... Uh, I like Flower. That was yeah. where you use Flower Pedal. Yeah. yeah. That was a trippy game. Uh, and Flow as well, where you're like a little micro I, I wouldn't have as big a fan. I, I think the issue was... It's like, a fun, like, I just could chill figure game. out Flow. Oh, yeah. it's just a chill game. You have yeah. to, it, it's, I got it's all the way down it, it, yeah. to the like lowest levels, and then eventually like you, you max out your... Uh, journey, you're playing this little... like. Character in a robe with a scarf and, and like a desert nomad wanderer, and mm. um, you're really just trying to you know, get to this mountain, yeah, off mountain in the distance, like holy mountain, you see. Um, and uh, you run into other players who are also playing the game, but you can't really. The only way you can communicate with each other is you can just hit a button and it just goes, makes this little ping. Thing and uh, yeah. it's co-op, but you can't like make a match with someone. It's just someone who randomly is playing the game. Yeah, can it follow you and, and help you. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, they, and they you, could help you. Or, there's or, no, there's no voice or, or you can leave them and, mm-hmm. and then you run okay. into somebody else later. Yeah, but I, that I, sounds I, like that sounds like um, what was it? What Resident Evil game was it that tried to go online but it didn't have any communication skills? Uh, Outbreak. It, it, was yeah, that Outbreak. Mm, I think it was just on. I think it was Resident Evil. I thought it was. Was online. that the one that the cover was just like a gun? Yeah, or yeah, yeah it was like that was. It was for the PS2, and the problem was, was that like that was Survivor. 
I think it was the FPS that they didn't put out a gun for in America. Yeah, that was on PS1. That was bad. Yeah. I just remember whatever Resident Evil game was online, but there was no text keyboard option. I think Outbreak was the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't talk. So you couldn't tell people to give me the key, or I need that crank. I think if you had a mic, like a a, a microphone, you could, but like no one had that accessory. No. It was for the PS2, and it, it, it... Assume that you have the network adapter for Which it. Which barely anybody had. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, we, we got that at one point. Oh, we had the network adapter because we were playing Final Fantasy Eleven. I think it could have been a decent idea. I think it was just ahead of its time. Probably. But, I mean, it was kind of like... And Left 4 Dead kind of did what it was going for, except it was, you know, an art, a shooter rather than, like, the... Puzzle solving. Puzzle yeah. solving bullshit. I'm glad Resident Evil's changed. Yeah, I think four was really the uh, where they turned the corner, and mm-hmm. uh, although I, I'm not, I haven't been really impressed by the other ones what I've seen. But six yeah. is still really fun. Six as fun. much as everyone's right. seems to be bitching, Robin I enjoyed the shit out of that. Game. I couldn't I'm get enjoying six. Really? I got like halfway through Leon's story, and did, I just did you it. have a partner? No, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh god, I hate co-op. That's that's yeah. kind of my problem. Is I don't co-op really is the only multiplayer I like. See, well, like, I, under, I can agree with that statement. My problem is, is just finding people to play with, you know? Well, that's the thing, time. yeah. Like, I'm I mean, I've on PlayStation, so we could play. We'll play Resident Evil. For sure. yeah, you guys they, oh, on PSN they have the um, Dark Side Chronicles and Umbrella Chronicles for free. Really? Yeah, yeah it's plus. part of Plus. What the hell, which ones were those? Those are the Wii Shooters. Yeah. Oh, do I have to have a move? No, no. you can use you, don't, you can use controller. You'd yeah. probably rather have a move. Oh, wait, you can use the controller like this and shoot? No, 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 no like no. like the analog sticks. Oh, like, like, yeah, like like when they tried to bring. Well, you like, can still uh, get it now, and then eventually you do the arcade game bucks. to SNES. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so welcome to the podcast. Everybody. Have we been recording? Yes, before? we've been recording oh, all that. Christ, that's right. a decent way to start a podcast. Yeah, cutting in mid conversation. Uh, I'm Ben. Uh, this is episode three of Air- Airport Road, the podcast, right? Woo! Yes. So in this it block, is. it'll all be news of things that yes. that ma- that really matter, but actually don't. Yeah. Uh, this, this week's a newscast. From my let's go this way. To my right is Stephen. They don't know which way you're pointing. Yeah. Cool. I'm to the right though. Uh, to his right, I'm the Aaron. <laughs> to his right, hi, I'm Walt. Same cast as last time. Uh. What's been happening with everybody lately? Did uh, how'd the last podcast turn out for everyone? I was really, really happy to uh, to hear podcasts in the old school airport road format with the uh, opening and closing things. It made me, yeah, made gave me some warm fuzzy memories. Every time I'd listen to that uh, that whatever whatever our intro song is that Bill and Ted song, yeah, the Bill and Ted's Bogus yeah. Journey, the uh, intro uh, God goes and God gave rock and roll to you, mm-hmm. their cover. Every time I listen to that. Uh, that song in the two years we weren't recording, mm-hmm. I would get a little sad, mm-hmm. and I would occasionally put on the Ducktales theme and be like, oh, "Shit, that's <laughs> such a good fucking song." It is such a good song. <laughs> I wish we knew who did that yeah. cover of it because we tried to track him down when we first started. We wanted to ask him if we could use it. Yeah, but we, like the email that was listed on the site that we found that uh, that song, that cover song, was 
I, we never got a response. It just bounced back. Yeah, I think it's, it bounced back saying that email does not exist. Yeah, and it I might tried, have been like a Hotmail address, and since that went under or something. Yeah, I tried googling the dude's username. I don't remember what it was at this point, but I tried like tracking him down. Like I spent a significant amount of time trying to give that dude credit. So, so we're trying to give the if, guy credit. If anyone recognizes that dude's cover and knows who that is, please uh, please uh, get us in touch with him. But Kiss and Steve Vai though, who did a uh, mm-hmm. who did a uh, okay. God, God gave rock and roll to you, we're not trying to give you credit. No, no, okay. no. Yeah, no, you would not guys. let us use the song anyway. Yeah, probably not. We're we're probably going to be in court for too long. Uh, to Aaron's right is Walt. We already said that, didn't we? Hi, I'm Walt. Anybody been doing anything yeah. interesting lately? Uh, I just opened an Etsy store. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, um, uh, Rob, Ben's brother, and I um, have been molding and making uh, accessories for nerdy board games. So sorry, I dropped the drop and controllers. Yeah, Arkham Horror. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just have one item up so far. Um, these gate stands that we made for Arkham Horror. That's one of so, the. Uh, that's. Can you compare that board game to any other board game? To any other board game? Yes. Well, one that people may be familiar with who aren't board game geeks. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> can you give um, us a quick? It's, is it I closer can, to? Is it closer to a board game or more like Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, I I would say that it is. Um, it, it has. It has RPG elements, like they like yes, to say. Yes, it does. I played it one, one time. Yeah, like, like you like to say in the uh, video game field. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it's very similar to an RPG. It's very similar to like Dungeons & Dragons. It's like D&D Lite. Mm-hmm. If, you ever, if you ever played Hero Quest as a kid, Oh it's yeah, very similar to that. It's like D and D without the role playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you have a character you play, but you don't actually have to talk. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like dungeon, it, it's yeah. it's kind of a dungeon crawler, except instead of a dungeon, you're in a town, and it's all cooperative. There's no um, there's no like GM running the show for you or anything. It's uh, every, basically between cards, between random cards being drawn, the game has sort of an AI okay, that yeah. controls the, uh, the monsters and stuff yeah. that you have to fight. Um, That's interesting. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Rob and I enjoy it, but uh, we uh, so we started making these little stands just for our game, and then I, I put some photos up on them uh, of them on uh, BoardGameGeek.com and uh, people wanted to buy them, so it's like, yeah, let's let's make a store. And, and I know the uh, acronym for your uh, store was uh, very <laughs> yes, good too. yes. What's that? Uh, the acronym for our store is APR because <laughs> we had to stick with that. We we actually have a plan because um, we want to do we want to make stuff for other games too. And every time we're going to change the name to something with the initials APR. Nice. So like. So like when we're doing um, Game of Thrones uh, stuff, we'll, we'll it'll be like I don't know Arbor something starts Arbor with Punky Roosters. That sounds totally Game of Thrones. Yes, I can buy yeah. that as a universe. But for this story, it's Arkham Arkham produced relics. relics uh, so that fits. Yep. So we're at Etsy. Um, you're gonna be fucked. You're eventually you're gonna like have a board game. Like I got no act. I, I got nothing for this. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I well, wanted to. I well, <laughs> even even Arkham produced relics is a stretch. Mm. Um, I had the idea. I talked to Rob about a since he knows you guys know how to do the mold. I looked up a recipe on how to make soap, and I thought it'd be really cool to make a little uh, similar to what you guys are doing with the little stands. Make a little tiny, mm-hmm. maybe half an inch or an inch tall Cthulhu toy. Oh, like, then, like the little idol that he did yeah. from the and then the put that inside of a thing of soap, so you can get a Cthulhu head of soap with a little Cthulhu toy oh, in it nice. and sell that on Etsy for eight to ten bucks. That would be cool. You can't that do it awesome. with the stuff we use though, because oh. uh, our our 
silicone is not food grade silicone. Uh, well, so, so don't similar eat it, kids. similar. I imagine it would be a similar. Oh yeah, s- yeah. Steps in process. Yeah. Um, but then what would we? Have, what would the uh, the initials be for, or what would the the name be for a soap c- company? Because uh, we were thinking ar- ar- aromatic peddlers reserved. We're I don't so know. <laughs> God, we're awful at that. Yeah. yeah. So, is a tough acronym. It really is. It's annual percentage rate. That's, that's what I always think. Airport road productions. Now, describe these things. But they're they're kind of like little altar things that you slide these toke, uh, gate yeah. tokens, which are little circles. Uh, yeah, you have these little gate tokens, which are basically, they look like pogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're familiar with you pogs. You guys remember there are pogs? The, um, <laughs> there are a thing in the game that you collect, you collect to win the game, uh, but... The game never gave you anything to set them up on, so you just look like an asshole with a bunch of little pogs in front. But uh, yeah, you. Um, it's kind of it's hard to make. It's it, not it, visible in the game. These portals are opening all over the city of Arkham, and, and you have to close them and seal them. And uh, uh, but usually they're sitting flat on the board, and when that's happening, the board just gets kind of busy, and you can't always see them. And there are supposed to be monsters coming out of them, but you might miss one. So we wanted something to stick them on so that they stood out. Uh, so we made these little stands uh, that also like hide the uh, world that they go to, so that you don't know. Because uh, the way you close them is you go to the other dimension, mm-hmm. and then you have to get through it and come back out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we hide whatever that world is going to be until you actually jump through the portal. Very uh, cool. Just because that makes more sense with the theme. But yeah, how much fun? How much is it, and what do they get for the money? Um, we do uh, two different versions. We have an opaque set, which is just a uh, white, uh, solid white plastic. It's good for like if you're gonna paint them yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fifteen bucks for a set of seven of those. Um, or if you want to go with the uh, higher end version, they're translucent that we can do in pretty much any color. People are buying the green ones as fast as we can make them right now. Yeah, I like the green. The green yeah. goes really well. It, Cthulhu. Yeah, thing, and, thing, you know. and they look kind of awesome, but they're translucent, and they look kind of like... Yeah, kind of like tentacles. Yeah, they've got know, tentacles coming around this little altar. moon, and yeah. uh, and um, those are 30 bucks for a set of seven. Plus, um, if you buy a translucent set, we also throw in uh, a set of six little wooden uh, Elder Sign tokens, which you can also use as seals in the game. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me do the cheap plug. What's the uh, what's the website again? Uh, it's at Etsy.com. Uh, I guess it would be slash shop slash Arkham Produced Relics, all one word. Or just search um, if you just Google Arkham Horror uh, Gate Stands. We're the only we're the first thing that comes up. And I'm sure Ben can put a link. Yeah, to that's the site, uh, search on engine optimization. <laughs> yeah, WeirdoChurch.com. Going to have the link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <coughs> that, I, I was really, uh, I, I was really uh, pleased with uh, seeing you guys yep. make those. They looked really cool. And I'm we, looking forward to see what else you come up. with. We've had a good response, and, I, and uh, we're having fun with it. So we're looking forward to putting some more stuff out there. Cool. Very cool. Aaron, have you been up to anything? Uh, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stephen, no. Uh, I haven't done really anything except work. Um, I'm on a day two of an 11-day vacation, though, which is nice. nice. So I'm going to get ready to fix a bathroom. But all I've really been doing is trading toys on Instagram. <laughs> That's It's all it's a thing. And my girlfriend brought it up to my attention that uh, 
that it seems now that I'm almost, it's almost to a point where I'm trading for things I don't even really want just for the sake that I just so I can continue getting packages in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which that's such a good that's feeling not, when you come home and you get a package yeah. in the mail. That, I was happy. I got one of my Kickstarter uh, things finally came in the other day. Was it for the glow in the dark dinosaur thing? What? I'll talk about that. Okay. No, uh, what I got it was it's uh, it's called like a Me Nova M E E V O A, but what it is, it's a little tiny uh, micro SD card dongle that you can plug into phones and tablets that don't have uh, an internal SD card, a yeah. micro SD card slot. Yeah. So like my Nexus 10, it all uses internal memories, which is cool, but it's only like 16 gigs, and yeah. I filled it up uh, for the most part. This little thing lets me take a micro SD card, slot it in there, and it's a little. Tiny dongle, like uh, maybe like about the size of a quarter or a little less. You slide in there, and it uh, you with, read anything off of it. Yeah, it'll just let you read. So I can put a shit ton of movies. I can oh, that's cool. Copy photo. I can take video and then line it, fill up my uh, tablet's internal. I can uh, copy that over to the SD card uh, really fairly easily. And again, it's very tiny. It comes with like a little cheap keychain hook. Cost me like. Bucks. It was a great deal, and uh, I, I love it. I'm really happy with it. I really wish uh, the iPhone supported that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's Android only, and it, they, it is have some uh, kind of caveats as to what devices support what, but they're really good about compatibility. And I'm just making sure we're still rolling. So, my case, hold on one second, Kat. It's recording. No, keep talking. Fill time. Yeah, in my case, though, uh, with the Nexus 10, I had to get a third-party media importer, but it. Works great. I use MX Player as the app, and it plays all the video easy peasy. So, yes, good deal. If uh, Minova, M E N O V A. This is a podcast full of plugs. I know, and it's not even. Uh, I don't benefit from that one. I just fucking love it. You were about to say something about it. Something. I don't remember. Well, I I'll, I remember. I said I'm just trading for the sake of getting packages, and then. You oh, said, I was just going to say that's was probably not healthy. Well, I was really just going to say that doesn't surprise me because <laughs> you've pretty much always been. Like yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Ben likes getting boxes, so, so I'm, box. I'm a so big fan of containers. So yeah. if you have a something that I can put something in, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you, you brought this up before about your kind of uh, weird like little thing about you just love shit you can put shit into. Hence this this box, this wooden thing here full of lotions. I still have that and box this, left in my house. Huh? Oh, I gave that to Justin. Oh, I know he hasn't taken it. Oh, okay. It's. I don't think he intentionally left it my, at my house. I think he was just really drunk and forgot it, and then I've just never given it to him. Well, at least podcast. I don't collect bread boxes. Yeah, this shit totally matters on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, any, yeah, if you want to trade anything on Instagram, if you hashtag your post, toys for the number four trade. A lot of people trade for old figures, new figures, if anyone listening enjoys action figures. Um, Are you trading with, like, gangsters? The Mexican cartel, drug cartel. Yes, it's a Mexican drug cartel. At first, I thought so, but because uh, a lot of them would would talk, you know, like you know, uh, what, what? Well, like what's up with that soft head Leo Holmes, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and uh, and then just start speaking in Spanish on Instagram. And I'm like, what have I gotten into? Well, they're all really cool. Racist. Yeah. So you just automatically assume <laughs> you assume they were anyone like who's uh, well, they put up pictures where they're like this, and you know, and they're like just, what? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. They're all really cool stand-up guys. One of them works at a skate shop, I think. So, yeah, and they get so much cool shit out there that we'll never get over here because mm. they yeah. they live in California, mm. and California apparently has cool shit that we don't have. But it's fucking California. 
Oh, remind me uh, when we're off the podcast. I was listening to old dispatches. You were talking about the dinosaurs from Pee Wee Herman, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, I've been there before, and I can fill you in on what that is. Oh, now. please do. It's now. I will say real quick. It's now a creationist uh, like like oh. bullshit. Really? Theme park. Yeah. I'll still go. Oh. Yeah. I went before it was a creationist. When did you say that? With the, when we're talking about the dinosaurs that were in the end of the Wizard, yeah, mm-hmm. and in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yeah. Cabazon dinosaurs is what they're known. And wasn't it a diner with dinosaurs? I don't know if that actually existed when we went there. It was like a really small museum slash like place for like photo op place, but uh, the museum part was closed. So what is it now? Uh, It's a creationist little theme park. Is it like a creationist theme park where they're saying like dinosaurs were put here by the yeah, like yeah, no, no, dinosaurs um, and mankind coexisted together. Uh, oh. And like the dude who created it was saying, like, oh, when you see those little kids look at the dinosaurs and run up and smile, you can tell that it's a natural instinct that man and dinosaurs walk side by side. And apparently, he has like a little or thing because they're, they're giant I, fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, that's more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're excited because dinosaurs were the coolest fucking thing in the world when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're giant, and the no one can tell them what to do. <laughs> I know Rob Zombie had said that he wanted to get those like replicas of those and put them around his house but wherever he lives in Connecticut I think now mm. like he lives in a neighborhood where there's like the neighborhood council and stuff yeah, yeah. The, the, the HOA yeah. was like yeah. uh, no Rob yeah. I'm sorry and by the way um, you're gonna have to stop with the bonfires yeah, and, and also tell your tell your uh, wife that seriously, white girl dreads bad look. Tell your wife to put on some pants. <laughs> but not the same. Bam Margera did like he got kicked out of his neighborhood because of like the town council. I heard something I like would that. Not be just because of he was he was fucking Bam. He's fucking Bam Margera doing Bam Margera things. And I heard like he got kicked out of his town. Possibly, I mean, yeah. the township disowned him. Westchester. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's why they moved. I'd kick Bam Margera out. Yeah. Anyway, do we got news? I think. Oh, what we got? It was a slow news week. Mm, yeah. well, stuff happened. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Something I was wondering about this podcast. If we're, if we're pre-recording it, when mm-hmm. this goes up, it'll be a week from now. A week from now. Okay, so yeah. the news might be a little late to yeah. anyone listening. Yeah, deal with it, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard us talk about it yet. Exactly. <coughs> what? Uh, what is the first thing we want to talk about? Uh, the RoboCop remake trailer finally launched. Oh, uh, for it. A couple weeks ago. Eh. Yeah, well, uh, you got to see it for the first time. Yeah, it was we, like yeah, five minutes ago. Or we just watched it, and yeah. I mean, yeah, I have a thing about remakes. I, I can understand. I, I do kind of wish, though, it made me a lot happier seeing them in the silver mm-hmm. version I, of the suit. I, from what I understand, and, all I've, and I don't know that this is actually true, because all I've read on it is like a... Uh, Review of the script uh, from when Drew McQueenie from Hitfix uh, read it, mm. and um, apparently, like the silver does not last. Like it's it's very oh yeah that's that was very early the in the movie, and they make a little joke saying yeah. that he looks like an eighties action figure. Oh, okay, and then and then just immediately move into he the looks line. better silver. Yeah, it, it, it that's looked, why most of the trailer he's silver in the trailer. Yeah, yeah well, it, in the trailer it looks really clear that like the silver is like a very early like right after he's launched, and then Michael so Keaton's like yeah, like Martin when Man. Iron Man first yeah. showed up, he yeah. was silver. Yeah, so Michael I, Keaton looking a lot like Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sam Jackson's in it as well because uh, he's in everything. Was that was that, that a Gary Oldman? Yeah, with Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of fucking people in this movie. Uh, was that Abby Cornish who plays his? 
Alex Murphy's wife? I was trying to figure I'm that out. Sure. Sure. I, I think it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I, it's I'll watch those, it on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll catch it on Netflix. I have, yeah. uh, Nothing in that trailer inspired me the, to... The death scene bothered me. Yeah, well, that was it my wasn't favorite. nearly as violent. That was my favorite part of the original Robocop. Yeah, I mean, where the, the, he's, like, sitting there screaming, and they just it's blow ridiculous. his fucking hand yeah. off. I mean, his whole arm... I, it's very clear that this is going to be like a, a watered down Robocop. Yeah. It's not going to be the, the uber violent. Like, I mean, or like Judge Dredd. Or the, I'm sorry, Dredd, let me say. Right. Dredd was uh, awesome. Dredd was awesome. It's not going to be that over the top violent. Right. Like it that. did remind me of like a PG version of mm-hmm. Dredd. It's, it's like going to be PG 15. Yeah. It's just, mm, that's disappointing. I, I, I did like the Walker robot. I don't remember. Oh, the at 209. Yeah. 209. Yeah. No, it's just badass. that brief scene where you just see it trucking down the yeah. road. That, did that look looks better. Nice. Yeah, that did look better. See, I still love I still love the classic design. I still love the stop motion at 209. And, um, I, I think that there's just there's no way to there's no way to touch Verhoeven's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He he revolutionized violence on film yeah. and, with that one movie, yeah. and uh, and it's always going to it, it still stands up. I, I feel that I mean yeah, the I remake that not long ago. Yeah, I love the original. I, and, I have it on Blu-ray. And he always injected so much like, cultural satire yeah. into his stuff. I mean, he, he basically this, did what Uwe Boll tried to yeah. claim he's doing. Yeah, with um, postal and shit like that. You know, this reminded me. Um, I, did, I'm sorry, I did see in the name of the king a Dungeon Siege movie for the first <laughs> time. Oh, holy fucking Christ, guys! Wow, uh, it's on Netflix. Watch it. No. I recommend you get trashed before you I've do. Seen is House of the Dead. Uh, that's pretty fucking terrible. All of them are terrible. Stop there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I have. They're all terrible. <laughs> Remember, well, was it you and me, we watched Alone in the Dark? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we watched Alone in the Dark. Uh, why use a door when there's a window? <laughs> that dude only jumped through windows. Yeah, he, there were always, like, open doors sitting right next to the windows, too, but he wanted to dive through that window so bad. My favorite part still is... Alone in the dark, the, oh, the villain Steve is Dorf monologuing. Yeah. He's monologuing, like, his whole master plan. And Stephen Dorff out of nowhere chucks a knife into his heart, yeah. cutting off everything he was saying. So now you don't know anything else about the movie, yeah, <laughs> or how to stop whatever is coming. Yep. So, and then Stephen Dorff blows himself up Ooh. and Spoiler. his career too. So, and, well, I'm pretty sure by the time we're kidding, he's the top of the fucking food chain. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was it was it was Blade, then Fear.com. And then well, gate. alone in the dark. Huh? No, he's gate still in the space trucks. Come on, he is doing the, the blue cigarette commercials now. Space is he? <laughs> he did. Uh, so no, it wasn't. What are you talking about? Space truckers were shit. Didn't I love space truckers? I think you I probably think. might have. Like, it's bad. I mean, it is bad. It's like him like, and Dennis Stewart Gordon thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I think it's late. Is the only movie? Yeah, and NCPR.com. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh yeah, I mean, it's super campy and yeah, yeah, and oh, and had. Chick from Empire Records in it. Which one? Lily Mazar? Oh. Was that the one who was in the craft? Or uh, that yeah. uh, no, no, no. Uh, Debbie Mazar is my the one. Was Was she the one that was kind of like barely in it, who was like working a second job that day or something? Uh, She was... Oh, no, the chick who was the uh, handler for... uh, Yeah, she was Rex Manning. from uh, Grease 2. Yeah, she was Rex Manning's uh, assistant. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, Rex, you're so sexy. No, like Steven no said, Stephen Dorff is doing the blue e-cig commercials, and it's him in black and white on a beach, it's and like, he's just walking up. And let's he's take like, back our freedom again, or whatever. Guys, we finally have another choice. Let's David take back our freedom. Video? I'm Stephen Dorff. 
I'm like nobody knows who I the have fuck you seen are those anymore. Commercials. I have seen them. There's a new so one weird. now with some other celebrity. It's like of the same grade. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Jenny McCarthy or something. Speaking of Z grade celebrities, I'm sorry, I'm going to be dissing Rick Flair <laughs> about this, but uh, his energy drink commercials are absolutely insane. Oh God, go to North or South Carolina where he has his own scratch ticket game. Holy shit! Really? Scratch ticket. I also want to get scratch tickets for with Ric Flair on. I'm going to Myrtle Beach in a few weeks. I'll bring you back one. Thank you. I watched the uh, the wife, celebrity wife swap with Flair. Where, yeah, where he, no, it was Flair. Flair's wife went to Piper's house. Oh, okay. and Piper's wife went to Flair's house. Wait, this exists? Yeah, they, really? it's on YouTube. We watched the That's whole thing. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Man, they don't know it ahead of time. So like Flair's or P- Piper's wife's like, whose house am I in? Oh my god, it's Ric Flair's house. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of it was very entertaining. <laughs> it would have been awesome if Jimmy Snooker's wife came up and just beamed the fuck out of him. Roddy Piper's face. wife. <laughs> That's what you get, Piper. That's Ric Flair's wife. Yeah. More so, it's, it's <laughs> really, <fucked> up. <laughs> but it's also really nice to see. Uh, well, Ric Flair has a giant house, but Piper lives like we do. Oh, really? It's like I he's got like, a decent little house, but it's like he like lives on a big like thing. Of it's like a mountain. Thing. It's a yeah. house on a mountain where it's just well, we didn't live like. Oh well, yeah, weird, if but, you're out in the middle. But of I mean, like, it's not a mansion. It's a but regular does he have, house. Like, a lot of with, land or something. Or? Yeah. Okay. And but he has like, I'm. I follow him on Twitter. He posted a picture of his pool, and it's like half the size of like a hotel swimming pool. And I'm like. What did you do with all of your money, Piper? Well, I mean, he may not want a big one. I mean, he lives in Canada, so... Yeah. And it's an outdoor pool, so... Who knows? That that, that profession is... I know rich people who just have, like, those one, like, one-lane lap pools, you know? That's the only thing they have. Right. Like, let's just put a real fucking pool in. Well, in wrestling, it's... You don't... They don't make as much money. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, they... I mean, these guys aren't... Known for being very good at holding on to their money. Yeah, that's true. Uh, case in point, Flair. Yeah. Uh, but well, I mean, that also might be because of the four, energy drink. Maybe because of the four divorces he went through. Too. Well, <laughs> yeah. d- divorces, drugs, alcohol. Well, I mean, you know, he's gone on record multiple times <laughs> saying if roads. he made a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. he spent two hundred thousand yeah. dollars in a year. So he was always in debt. Yeah. This is reality television, but at least. In the episode, they say he spends a thousand dollars a day. Damn! Yeah, like they show him going around. Like every night, he goes to the bar. He eats every meal out at a fancy restaurants, and he goes to the bar every night, Woo! buying everyone in the bar drinks because he wants. And they touched on that. They're like, it's just because you want people to know who you are and yeah. remember you. And he's like, yeah. Uh, my so uh, sad. my uh, wife's. I've uh, seen that man's ass too many times. <laughs> My first wrestling show. show I ever went to, Ric Flair and Sting in the main event, and Ric Flair's ass for 30 seconds. Every fucking time he's at a house show, you mm-hmm. see his ass. It's crazy. And it's for an extended period. Yeah. It's not like he, he gets pulled down. He, no, he like rotates around so everyone in the arena can see his ass. That's went to a WWE house show one time, and Billy Gunn was <laughs> wrestling, and at the end of the match, he pulls down his trunks and a man thong and just... To each corner of the ring, ruins yep. the crowd. Make sure every single one can see it. Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news. Shit. Is well, rubber- speak, speaking yeah. of not being able to control Ric Flair, <laughs> um, uh, we need to pour one out for good old JR. Oh, yeah. He'll be back. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he will eventually, but it, the, he announced his quote unquote <laughs> retirement, or had it announced for him. Yeah. Um, and so that. The rumor is that he's he's been fired. 
Um, in six months, we'll be back, like hitting Michael Cole with a steel chair. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they'll bring him back for a mania or when they're in Oklahoma or something. Yeah. That's the thing. They're like they've groomed Michael Cole to be the next Jr. And I'm just like, no. Well, well, not. I mean, between him, well, Michael Cole, like from the days when he started commentating to now, has. Oh yeah, yeah he's well, I mean, amazing. He's been. I'm, I'm he's a great commentator, but he's always been kind of the the, the heel thing. Nobody likes the guy. Yeah. Nobody if anything, yeah. Kane even when he's trying to be, Jr. Yeah. Right. If, even like the when he's trying to be like you know like a face announcer, people don't like. Him. Well, he and had his he had his real life face turn mm-hmm. when, when Lawler had his heart attack on mm-hmm. the air. Mm-hmm. And for anyone listening that isn't a wrestling fan, we're talking about Jim Ross. He's a uh, one of the commentators on on WWE. Yeah, and he's been doing it for how many years? Twenty with WWE, but uh, he yeah. was in WCW and NWA for years. He's yeah. the guy that they show with the cowboy hat. Yep, and he always and the Bell's palsy. Yeah. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. um, he's been out off camera for a long time now, yeah, um, working in the developmental division and and, uh, and recruiting. Yeah. I don't remember him commentating. I think for two years now. I think it, it's you, been at least two. Yeah, he, he's more. been kind of only shown up at uh, Mania. Like, Ma- Mania. He would call like one match at Mania. Yeah, uh, Bailey. I think a lot of that has to do with his health, though. You know, the Bell's palsy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, he's yeah. older. He's and he's and, and he's guy. he's got his own irons in the fire. He's he's, he's got the barbecue sauce business. Mm-hmm. It's doing pretty well for him. It is really good barbecue sauce. So you bought that bottle, yeah, and you, we had that cookout, and it is pretty good. It, it is quite good. I'm wondering now <coughs> that um, now that WWE has let him go, I'm wondering if they're going to continue selling it on their. In their they store. they announced they are. Oh, uh, that's cool. Oh, well, good. Well, I guess it's kind of. I'm sure he signed a legacy. Yeah, contract. I mean, so. Yeah, I'm sure he signed something. Um, yeah, it's beneficial to both of them. Because yeah, if you go on there to buy barbecue sauce, you're probably going to be like, well, if I spend 15 more dollars, I get free shipping. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to buy other shit. Yeah, so. my shirt. But it's also the main distribution channel for his stuff. Like, it's only in a few stores. Hmm. Um, so that's where most people get it. So then maybe he won't go to TNA. Uh, I mean, I, I doubt that he would anyway. Yeah. I heard a rumor a while back, and this has become a wrestling podcast, um... I heard a rumor a while back that he said he wanted to go to TNA. I think you told me, or somebody told me that there's a rumor that JR wanted to go to TNA before he quits, mm-hmm. just to kind of like help build it up a little, mm-hmm. to make it worse so when he gets out know, of business... I don't think that ever happened. I, I know JR is a big advocate of you need companies, not trying to put WWE You need comp- competition. Yeah. yeah. He does say that, that. I mean, it's... He has said that, really he, wants, the business. that he wants... Uh, mm-hmm. TNA to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do too. <laughs> because, because you know, he thinks that it would improve the product as a whole uh, for, for all, all companies involved. But the Monday Night Wars were some of the best fucking wrestling. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, they had, they had to one-up each other. They, they didn't have a choice but to be good mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to surprise people and to make people want to tune in live every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we're getting Ring of Honor in the area and that's good for like actual wrestling but that's not... It's good until it gets nationwide it's coverage. It's good for people kicking out a finisher seven times. Oh, that's any WWE pay-per-view, though. Yeah. Yeah, I am getting a little tired of people kicking people yeah. and slapping their legs. Well, yeah. I'm getting a little tired of that. Ring of Honor, because like, I, I was watching the actual weekly show online mm-hmm. for for quite a while, and it it got old fast. Um, like, just, every match is a pay-per-view. Well, it's, like, it's just they don't... False they, finishes. They don't sell. Like, like they're just no selling everything. That's no matter what they're hit with, they're up in seven seconds. And I blame this on Undertaker more than anybody. Yeah. The kicking out of finishers 
Like, but Undertaker can do it because he's a the way Undertaker. to build up someone as a badass. That's the problem is like everyone who wants to build himself up as but a badass. Like, it was a big deal like when Hogan fought Warrior at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and Warrior kicked out of the yeah. leg drop. But oh, now what? it's like, all right, he's only hit his finishing move once. The guy's clearly going to kick out. Yeah. Unless it's a, a Raw, but if it's a pay-per-view. He's going to kick out three times. Yeah. Each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're going to do their own, the opposite move on each other. I feel like they've kind of moved away from that a bit lately. Like that really only happens in the big high profile matches, right? Like no. Punk and Lesnar. Like, yeah, I mean now we're kind of at the point where you're seeing a lot more reversals and stuff. So that when somebody actually does land their finisher, it's a big deal, <clears throat> right? And then it's which is how it should be. Yeah, yeah. The submission finishers have really gone away too in the past, uh, and the tag yeah. team division as well. Well, which is why I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that Daniel Bryan has adopted the shiny wizard, um, right? Because now he has a finisher that he can actually pull out out of nowhere that he can actually win with, because nobody likes to no, none of the top guys likes to tap out. Yeah, nobody will. <laughs> nobody ever gets pinned with a diving headbutt, which upsets me. Yeah, I thanks, Benoit. Harley <laughs> race before him. I canceled my Hulu. Was it? That was I where he got it from. Dynamite Kid did it too. I canceled my Hulu Plus account. No fraggles? Oh, no well, fraggles. you can just log into mine. Okay, cool. Because, uh, one, uh, mainly I canceled it because I was pissed that I was paying for the subscription to watch three shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and <clears throat> like, my main thing with Raw is, Raw is on there, but it's they cut it down to yeah, a 90 minute show. Yeah, which is bullshit. Which, uh, granted, uh, well, at least, least we get it. Granted, there's only 90 minutes of watching. I was going to say, so, I DVR Raw, and I don't know that I watch 90 minutes of it. Yeah, but uh, I realize that it's been three months since I've seen you know Kofi Kingston wrestle. And that's why. Well, it's oh, been man, three months since any of us have seen Kobe. He's only been oh. back for like three he, or four. He weeks. was out. Oh, never mind in, then. He was injured. Well, well, I imagine. I imagine there's a lot of people that I care about in wrestling that I'm not seeing wrestle. I'm not gonna. So log. I'm just gonna down torrent all this <coughs> stuff, or I'll log on to your hour and a half yeah. is about the max amount of Raw or SmackDown should be. Yeah, I had to. I had to seriously scale back my wrestling because now there's like yeah, there, three, three hours on like Mondays was a lot of there's, wrestling. Now. There's like seven hours just of WWE. In, there's yeah, just yeah, no, yeah. like, structure eight, eight. to it. Because, like, WCW, the three-hour show, the first hour was cruiserweights, and then it was, like, the mid-card, and then it was, like, your main event guys in hour three. Your well, you don't want that, because then people are just going to tune in for the hour they want to watch. I don't know. I always, like... But people are going to like different things. People right, because I love the main event stuff, but I obsessed over the cruiserweight oh, stuff. Oh, WCW had an amazing cruiserweight. Movie. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Welcome to the wrestling podcast. Yeah, uh, any other news we have? Um, you said RoboCop. Yep. Uh, what about um the Tomorrow Vision world? Okay. Escape from Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow Vision. Uh, Escape from Tomorrow. Tomorrowland. <laughs> no, it's Escape from Tomorrow because Tomorrowland is a registered trademark of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, for those who aren't aware, this has uh, kind of been uh, like a big buzz. It uh, showed at Sundance recently. It's a film called Escape from Tomorrow. It's a very weird, surreal-looking horror film. That was shot entirely in the Walt Disney World parks. Looks kind of Lynchian. Very Lynchian. It's in black and white. It's, it's in black and white. And, uh, <coughs> it, seems. it was shot completely gorilla style, um, without any of the cast getting like uh, you know, or any of the uh, the Disney company getting knowing about it was yeah. happening. Uh, and for a long time, it, they announced that this was coming out like a, a while ago. But for the longest time, people were saying that there's no fucking way this is ever going to get seen. 
Apparently, it's coming to video on demand uh, next month. Really? Uh, yeah, in, in early. How did this get released? Because if I imagine the, Disney would be like, guys, no. Th- that's what everyone was expecting. But the uh, the thing is that they're very care- they've been careful about um, not using any copywritten music or anything like that or any actual copyrights. Even though you see Mickey and you see the Disney princesses and shit like that, um, there's an argument that it might be like parody or fair use. Mm-hmm. But uh, what Disney's reaction is is that they're kind of they've acknowledged that they know that it exists and they have made no other statements about it. Uh, the most probable thing that's going on is Disney doesn't want a Streisand effect, uh, mm-hmm. which would, if they tried to censor or they tried to block it, that movie would be out on torrent sites the next day, right. and everyone would be torrenting and watching this. Uh, so they want to support it so it doesn't... Well, they don't want to support it, they want to pretend it doesn't exist, because oh. if they give it attention, then more and more people are going to be like, oh shit, Disney's trying to like block you from seeing this film. Right, so they're going to... The film that Disney yeah. doesn't want you to see. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, yeah. The Sweatbox is an example of a film that Disney doesn't want you to see. That was a documentary done by... Song Steve of the Life. South is a film that Disney <laughs> yeah. doesn't want you to see. There's some internal division <laughs> about... Some people want that to get released, and they want it to kind of like have well, like, it's people explain that this was a uh, like a historical context. Yeah, it's a piece of film history. Regardless. Yeah, I mean the, the Brer Rabbit shit's fantastic. Oh. The, the animated bits. The, I never saw Songs of the South. What? Ha- why is it so racist? Uh, it's, it's very Jim Crowish. It oh, very. Well. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It, it's what time period is it set in? Back. Uh, in that it's set time in or? Reconstruction after the Civil War, and uh, like uh, Uncle Remus, who's this uh, like old black man, like former slave, who's telling the stories, these fables of Brer Rabbit, and right. uh, uh, whatnot. To these kids, one of who's like a little black kid, and two like little white kids. Yeah, it's a little weird and and an Uncle Tomish and yeah. it, it, it white. <laughs> the term that's yeah. It, it the people claim. What that did you say? I said Jim Crowish. Which oh, yeah, yeah, same same, same concept. Yeah, it's not okay. same before era. we get emails. But yeah. oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, is it the uh, is it. Because it's a kids movie that they can't, they that they don't want it because well, because it's Disney and yeah the, the they thing, didn't have much compl- well I mean there was people complaining but Django was people were all about Django coming yeah out, but and that only helped it it's not know. a dis Django was like Miramax right and not a Disney but kids not movie. Disney Disney that's right. why Miramax exists so they can uh, and Django was something. also specifically commenting on yeah you know on yeah this is like one of those things that like in the hindsight of like years and years that have gone by it's a little mm, yeah it's awkward. more like the casual racism that you run into with old people mm-hmm. yeah. or, or like if you read a Lovecraft thing and like yeah, yeah there's exactly where a lot where, of uncomfortable you know, References to how it, inferior it, blacks are and it shit. Is, you know, know, it's or, or not like, cool. Yeah, because it's no. from the days of like minstrel shows. And oh, stuff okay, like but that. not used yeah. as a plot de- as an actual plot device, like in Back to the Future. Right. It isn't yeah. isn't really commenting on racial division, except in the sense that the you know the yeah. the fables have moral sort of. Yeah, it, it's it, and they, well, at least they're not trying to edit it out. Yeah, well, like they did with some of the uh, the Tall Tales thing, like where Pecos Bill is like rolling a cigarette, like this like little animated thing. I remember that. They cut it out, and now it's like he just like does this little weird twitch thing with his mouth, where he's trying to where he was catching the cigarette in his mouth, but they uh, like completely. I remember that. CG'd I remember out. that exactly. Yeah. I remember yeah. that that little, and bit. it's 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 a shame. And I, I know that when uh, Drawn Together had like a whole episode mocking Disney's uh, attempt to kind of whitewash the, their past and erase anything controversial uh, from their history. So, if, 
I don't know what that sound is, if that picked up on the recorder. Is that a rooster? I've been watching a lot of Supernatural lately, though, so I'm kind of I'm formulating ideas on what that sound might be. Uh, I think it might be a vengeful spirit. It's a bother animal. I need some salt. <laughs> um, no, I got a lot of crickets in there, though, because we yeah. bought about 100 crickets. I can hear a bunch of crickets. Yeah. Oh, right. toads. That's not people being bored on the podcast. That's <laughs> just a shitload of crickets in the other room. Right on. But, no, yeah, anyway... Uh, Sweatbox. Yeah, Sweatbox is a documentary that Sting's wife filmed. Uh, Sting worked on the music for uh, The Emperor's New Groove. And it that was Oh, a, Sting, like, like as in... The musician. Not Sting. Okay, not, not yeah. the wrestler. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if Sting the wrestler's wife no. was a documentarian. <laughs> but she she filmed the like production of that, uh, of, that of uh, The Emperor's New Groove, which went through a lot of crazy turmoil. turmoil and whatnot and uh, she put it together as a documentary and Disney's essentially said no you can't release it so I have a copy if anyone would like one I would like one because yeah. it Emperor's New Groove Emperor, it, well it's called The Sweat Box is the name of the but uh, yeah, I know it's not called yeah, Emperor's New Groove it's based on the, it's the making of and it, it really it paints that it, it was the troubled production and there were a lot of problems with it but it turned out to be a good movie I, 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 I love, love that it a movie. lot it's, yeah, it's really on good Netflix instant yeah. now it's a, it's a really entertaining movie. I want to back is it, off for a second. Actually. Yeah. Well, one, one, one second. Is it is it like? Sorry. Don't make that face. Uh, is it like, like emphasizing like 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 Korean like Korean animators no, or no, something no. like it's that? Just or? like there was a lot of disagreement with like uh, the direction that the film was going to take. And, oh, and okay. And Disney doesn't want to be yeah. like. Yeah, Disney want to, doesn't want to show that they have problems. Or yeah, something. it's similar to the the Beatles documentary "Let It Be" that they don't allow to be re released anymore because it's a lot of it's basically like it's the point in the Beatles history where they're just getting sick to fucking death of each other and they just they're ready to quit. And um, it's like the Metallica documentary they released that some kind of monster. Yeah, yeah, where it just kind of paints. But they were Metallica was okay with that, right? I mean, being released, yeah. but yeah, "Let It Be." They've kind of blocked any release on DVD, and the Beatles have mm-hmm. the surviving Beatles because they're just like, I, we just don't want to go back there. You know, <laughs> it, it was a, it was not a fun time in our right. life, and we just want to kind of forget about. it. I think on the Tenacious D Masterpiece Volume Two, there was a documentary about them going on tour, mm-hmm. uh, their concert tour for when the Pick a Destiny movie came out. Mm-hmm. It shows a lot. It's not happy. Mm. It's very much them arguing and mm. kind of hating each other, I'd like to which is that. very sad because you would imagine yeah. Ten- Tenacious D would just be yeah, they would well, be I mean, happy and hanging out all the time. It's kind of like, like when Penn and Teller talks about their, his partnership with Teller. It's like, let me be straight. Like you know, I can you know Teller's my partner. I consider him a friend, but we're not besties. We don't you know spend all our time hanging out like outside of the shows. Right. We argue with each other. We have different ideas, but we. You know, in the end, we come together and we, you know, we compromise and we do what's best for the partnership. And because we respect each other, it's we've been able to stay you know, together, stay together right. for for decades. And but yeah, it's like you know, even like those kind of duos, everyone kind of assumes that you know they go over and they have dinner with each other every week and shit right. like that. And well, you wanted to back it up. Yeah, you wanted to back it up. Then? Yeah. Um, oh, but before... No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Explain the term Streisand effect. I've never oh, heard this before. Yeah, I was wondering about that okay. too, actually. Uh, this is uh, an effect. What happens is when someone tries to censor information, uh, it has a tendency to backfire on them spectacularly. And what this uh, got its name from, um, a uh, photographer had taken, like an aerial photographer had taken pictures of houses. I, I don't remember, I think... Like Barbara Streisand? No, no, this was like a photographer taking pictures of houses. Okay. And like I think like 
uh, her like one of her mansions like ended up like on the internet or something like that. And I don't remember the reason why the houses were there. If it was part of like a real estate thing or if it's just like uh, what? Well, yeah. But she basically sued to have this uh, picture of her house removed from the internet. So the result of that was when people found out that Barbara Streisand is trying to censor pictures uh, of her house, everyone reposted that picture, so it just made it far easier for okay. people to find pictures of Kinda her like house. Kind of like that funny picture of Beyonce from whatever thing yeah. where she was like the smoking out, out, and she apparently went apeshit wanting that picture removed, Yeah, and it just, from there it just blew up. Yeah, or like when Tom Cruise, when that like weird psychology <laughs> like uh, like orientation yeah. video came out. And got released online with Tom Cruise, like, talking about how, like, oh, if someone's, like, in a car wreck on the side of the road... You're the only person... Yeah, like, Scientologists are the only one qualified to help them. And, like, Scientology tried to shut it down, so the result was that everyone started posting that video and sharing it everywhere because it was, you know, it was a legitimate news story and freedom of press. So that's what, essentially, the Streisand effect was, is... Originally, because she tried to shut down pictures of like an aerial aerial photo of her mansion, and it backfired spectacularly. Okay, so. I'm gonna start using that term because I did, like you said it, and I didn't yeah. want to say anything yeah. about it because we were already in. The moral to these stories is the internet is forever. Yeah, and, but if you leave stuff alone, people will forget about it. And that's exactly what I think Disney's uh, strategy is with this: is just mm-hmm. don't comment on it, let it go. Eventually, people will forget about it and it will go away. Yeah, and it's not like anyone could honestly mistake. Uh, them as endorsing it, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's pretty clear that you know it, it, they weren't involved in this. So, what they're probably hoping is, is that there'll be this little flare up, and then people forget about it. And you know, I mean, it. I, either way, it's it's kind of a win for them anyway, because mm-hmm. um, I mean, sure, I'm, it's probably it's probably commenting in some way on theme park culture um, or, or or Disney culture, yeah. but at the same time. Uh, if it actually becomes like a, a, a little cult hit or whatever, yeah. if anything, it's probably going to drive more tourism to oh yeah uh, to well, Disneyland. We're planning on going to uh, Walt Disney World in in April, like my because of the movie. Not yes, because <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. But we were already planning before that. But I'm really intrigued. <laughs> the by kids' the movie. eyes are going to turn black. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really intrigued. Uh, the, the premise of the film is, I guess, this is a guy who's on a family vacation, like and having on, a nervous break. Yeah, on the last day of the trip, the morning of, he gets a call from his boss saying he's been late off and that kind of starts this like downward spiral of like insanity where he's just going crazier and crazier and having a breakdown which he so he starts seeing bizarre weird shit that he doesn't know what's real and what's not it's a happy family film yeah and if if you yeah that's the kind of one of the one of the things is is like enforced happiness is like kind of bullshit you know that's kind of how I feel anytime I go to a theme park though Mm. It's like we're standing in line for the next three hours, but yay, fine. Yeah. For thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of just kind of the weird magic and presentation, the, the Imagineering, you know, yeah. or, or just. The, I've never been to Disney. It, I, I went. I've been twice. twice. Three. Yeah, so you so pretty much did. Yeah, that. I went nineteen eighty nine. So. I've been twice to Disney World and like four or five times to Disneyland. Nice. So oh, you used to live. I used to live in California. Yeah, so we used to go like every year to. Is Disneyland. it hot there? Uh, in Southern California, actually, it stays around like uh, like mid sixties to mid eighties most of the time. Sometimes up into the nineties, you almost never. Isn't it like seventy five in San Diego? Almost all the time. It, that's that's awesome. like the average. Yeah. It's fantastic, that's right. and it's well. The pl- positive is we don't have the humidity that we have yeah, down here in the why south, I, so it's 
really nice. constantly apply for jobs for the San Diego Padres and Chargers. Yeah. And like, I can live in 75 all Oh, hell yeah, dude. I, San Diego's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. So I can go to Comic-Con. Yeah. That would oh, yeah. Yeah. But, anyway, that's all I got for that one. I'm looking forward <coughs> to seeing The it. only bit of news I've pulled up, which I don't even know if it's news, but I'm pulling up stuff on the laptop. Yeah, I got two things here. Uh, 2015 Universal Pictures pr- uh, confirms Jurassic Park. Was it going to be called Jurassic World? Yes. Yeah. That's part four. Uh, Spielberg's directing, is he not, or is he not? No, no, it's, uh, who's directing? Uh, shit. Colin Trevorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, the studio does have filmmaker Colin Trevorrow attached to direct. Who's that? Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. It's oh, that was, a, that's that was a great, great movie. 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 Great what movie. was that? Uh, I had Aubrey Plaza in it. Yeah, um, Aubrey Plaza and uh, the dude Duplass. Uh, yeah, Mark, Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass yeah. And uh, the dude from New Girl, who I love. Yeah. It's based uh, on uh, that uh, like thing that went viral, wanted someone to go back in time with me. Uh, this is not a joke. You must bring your own weapon. I remember Safety you, not you and I talking about that years yeah. ago when that first kind of went viral. It was a personal ad, and the origin of the ad was is that a uh, oh. dude writing for like an outdoors magazine <coughs> in order to fill space before deadline if they didn't have enough personal ads and shit like he'd that. He published one of the responses. Yeah, well, no, he, no, he, uh, but he like just made it up. Oh, that's right, he did and, ads. Yeah, 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 he just put it out, it was a joke ad, but he put an actual P.O. Box address and he said for years he'd get letters from people like seriously inquiring about it or other people issuing death threats and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was there's a really interesting article about it if you search for it, but it's a cute movie. It's oh, a nice indie yeah. uh, like romance comedy thing. Uh, a lot of it. movies will be coming out in this when Jurassic Park Four comes out because it says it's coming out against Avengers Two, the new Star Wars, and Man of Steel sequel. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to go see Jurassic World, man. Where Good where summer. do you where do you go in Jurassic World? I don't uh, know. I heard one thing. I heard was that it's going to be. Like set in a theme park, I guess, like Hammond's vision. Hmm. Like they actually do it, like they tried to like do it in part two. So, so it's yeah. like they should do Westworld, where they make robot dinosaurs, but the <laughs> robot dinosaurs are spliced with frog DNA, which brings them weight. No, <laughs> I'm just glad it's not that robotic spots away. Was it? What was that? I remember you talking about. It was a script. The Excavoraptors. Yep. Where they? It started off strongish, where they go back to the island. To find the shaving cream can mm-hmm. uh, that was dropped. The, how they know about that, I don't quite know. Well, I know, I guess yeah. Dotson would have been able to tell somebody that, hey, there's a shaving cream can full of dinosaur embryos. Yeah. And that was also the plot of the Jurassic Park video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, from what I remember reading of the script, the team goes back, they all get killed, one guy gets knocked out, he wakes up, uh, and there's raptors that can talk, and the police, the, the California police has brought them in as part of their new narcotics division. What? So they're... It, it's like Street Sharks plus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What the plus Jurassic Park. Yes. This I sounds really, like as bad I as... I want to see that movie, goes though. And it was, like, it, was, it was like a John Sayles script. This sounds as ridiculous that as Beetlejuice Goes Hawaii. That would have been a good Saturday morning you know? That would have been a great Saturday morning Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you, they could have pulled I mean, I would rather I would rather see something like... Wacko and insane like that than whatever they're going to end up cooking up. I love yeah. Jurassic Park. 3. I mean, it really just Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park Three was a lot better than Lost World. Was in my fine. fucking a, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Fucking a. I'm sorry. I have well, no. I don't think Pterodons, man. I don't think anyone's going to argue that Lost World was a good movie. Oh, a lot of wife. people argue that the three was the worst. Oh, did you say your wife? She is a huge I mean, Jurassic Park. My fan. wife. Well, it's it's one thing. It's fine to be a Jurassic Park fan. You don't have to be a Lost World fan too. She won't watch the third one. What? 
But she doesn't. You like, can't like Jurassic. You can't be a Jurassic Park fan if you likes, like Jurassic I'm Park. I'm saying too. she also likes Twilight. She man, does like Twilight. So, uh, yeah, there's two strikes. We've kind of established that. that <laughs> Sorry, Steven's wife. I, I don't know, and I'm dizzy. I do know you. Do. You have <laughs> shitty taste in movies. No, she actually has really good taste in movies. Obviously not. But uh, no, and, and at one point, the uh, raptors are digging holes like graboids and like pulling people under, and they're they're like excavoraptors are coming. Do they ever like go? Do they ever like? Does one of them get blown up in a uh, in a a car bomb, and then they have to build a cyber raptor? (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. Let's do that. Well, and and one of the raptors um, had uh, false memories implanted, and so he thought that he was a uh, compy. Was Um, a a car? Then he saw video footage of himself as Quaid the raptor. Was there a cartoon Get or something Mars, in the right? 90s or 80s where dinosaurs had, like, battle armor? Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, what T-Rex. was that called? Dino Riders. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, that, well, are you talking about the dinosaurs were wearing armor and, like, people rode them? I just remember dinosaurs wearing, like, armor. I think there was another thing. Three things. That was, like... <laughs> we were going to resolve this right It was, now. like, sentient talking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, that was. Dinosaurs mm-hmm. is the one I was... This is Dino Riders. Yeah, Dino Riders is like like a good and an evil faction, like uh, like basically domesticated that's Dino Rider. dinosaurs yeah, and put like it. battle armor okay. on them. Yeah, there's an awesome picture of like a bunch of like dinosaurs with like exosuits like fighting from Dino Riders. That's just fantastic wallpaper. Dinosaurs was this where they're dinosaurs, I but they can remember. hit the button okay. on the thing and they turn into dinosaur people. They used to come on like USA or something. Else. I love that show. The weekends. And then there was a show about T-Rex cops. What? Well, he's looking that up over you. Know? I don't remember what it was called, but they were even. T-Rex cops. <laughs> I don't even remember. The Whoopi Goldberg movie? No, that was... Oh, oh, what man. the fuck was that movie? I oh, Rex no. We don't... Something? Yes. Theodore Rex. Oh, my God. You know, I liked <laughs> Weird Back. A dinosaur, dinosaur story? Theory? Yeah. Um, that was your... Joke for like the first season of <laughs> pretty much, and yeah. we're back. A dinosaur, a dinosaur story. story. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like that. Movie. The end of that movie just freaked the hell out of me. Where the, like the way the villain dies. I don't remember. Where um, all right? So he was this you know mad scientist who had a screw for an eye, and, and at like the at the <laughs> end, um, I mean it was very like it was some Stephen Kingish imagery, but like at the end, like all of these uh, crows just swarmed on him and covered his entire body and then flew away and there was nothing left but the screw in his <laughs> eye. I remember and that it was, now. it was very dark uh, for oh. a John Goodman di- talking dinosaur. It was a Don Bluth film, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. I can't find anything about this T-Rex cartoon, but there was like ten of them and they would all like power up and get like Mega Man armor and they'd ride around the giant van and fight crime. I know what you're talking about. It, it was one of the many TMNT ripoffs. Yeah. Um, I remember a few years ago there was a show that the kiddo used to watch where it was a bunch of teenagers who, like, power range morphed into actual dinosaurs and fought bad guys. That um, sounds awesome. Wait, it wasn't. It was, was really low-budget animation. <laughs> like, really low-budget. Was that what was that? That wasn't Beetleborgs, was it? No, 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 no. This this was a, this was animated. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, never mind. Yeah, it, but it was very much like that a ripoff so of Power Rangers, except they just turned into like uh, they hung out in the haunted house. I under, yeah, I yeah. that's the Beetleborgs always confuse me because I understand the like, Beetleborg part because that was a Japanese show, I guess, about beetle themed robot Power Ranger looking guys. Yeah, but, but like had, when they Americanized it, why were they kids? Hanging out in a haunted house with like a Jay Leno Elvis clo- ghost, and then clone. there was a werewolf. I remember. 
That was weird. Yeah, and a Frankenstein monster and a mummy. Was yeah. that was that the one with the the Lawrence brother? No, that was um, Superhuman well, Samurai. That's what Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Mm-hmm. And then there okay. was also VR Troopers that had the talk. And forces of part darkness empower me. Bring me back to my virtual reality. I liked v- uh, VR Troopers. I, I, then USA had a Power Rangers ripoff called Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. I remember that. That was bad. Wow. That was so bad. Yep. They had the tattoo. <laughs> and that's how they they tattooed up. And they turned into spandex versions. Uh, okay. You kids in your shows. The other, uh, only other news was, while we know Bradley Cooper is in talks to be uh, Rocket Raccoon in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, apparently what... Not uh, talks, confirmed. It's confirmed. It says early talks still. No, no confirmed. confirmed. Okay. Uh, Mary... Oh, wait, we talked about this Mary. last week, or two weeks ago. Yeah, we did. But uh, it says Elizabeth Olsen, I don't know who that is, might be the Scarlet Witch in an upcoming movie. Yeah, that like... that that We, we talked about that. Who's Elizabeth Olsen? Did we? Yeah, she's uh, the the other Olsen twin. Yeah, well, she's not a twin. I was no, say she looks she's, the, she's the younger sister of the. Olsen oh, twins. I didn't she's know that. the one who was in um, what was that horror movie that was all done in like one one take? Supposedly, it, it wasn't actually done mm-hmm. in one take. It, it came out uh, like last year. It was like um, like Dark House, quiet. I don't know. Uh, that's going to drive me nuts. Where's Richard when we for the rest of this podcast, which is going to be over in five minutes? Okay. Uh, oh, um, you know what I'm talking about? No, but I wanted to get you to talk about something that you probably know more about than me. Um, that well, new Sony thing. Yes. Well, that's good. <laughs> the the Sony for the Vita. Have you seen that? Wait, oh, which, this, the Vita TV thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I haven't. I, I don't know anything about it. Okay, I, I don't either. I I've hoping. been so tied up with being a, a brand new small business owner that I have not been <laughs> keeping up with anything. I know very little about. By the way, Etsy.com slash shop slash Arkham Produce Yeah, yeah. You have enough fucking time. <laughs> anyway, um, the, what this is going to be, I guess it's going to be a little box that you plug into your TV. Um, it's going to essentially allow you to play Vita games on your TV. I. Don't know like if you're going to use a DualShock controller to, to access it or what, but it's going to be 99 bucks, which is half the price of the newly price drop Vita, which mm-hmm. is 200. Which I'm really so thinking do you about. Need a Vita? Vita, or do you just no the, the little box? So it's like will the allow Super you. Game Boy. Well, not the Super. Yeah, Game but you'll be able to, you'll be able to hook it up to your PSN. So like the Vita, you download games anyway. What? So, oh, so yeah. I can actually start getting the well, Vita I have a Vita for free. and I love it. Yeah, I, I'm really uh, tempted to get a Vita now that they dropped the price and you now should. and they're can allowing you, micro SD. And, and if you, since you're a PS Plus, uh, I've got a ton of free games already. Yeah, I hope yeah. you already have been. Have I've been doing that. Downloading while we're talking about. Handhelds, the new 2DS. Yeah. Wait, is that that? That's a 3DS for five to, uh, for uh, six to. It essentially less. looks like a black wedge of cheese, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doorstop, and it's a 3DS that doesn't do the 3D. Yeah, it's uh, just for a 2D. fifty bucks less. Yeah, which is but it's not like the flip case so thing. It's just one solid is thing it, with the two would, screens. Wouldn't a 2DS just be? A DS. Right, yes, yes, yes. Well, it can but, play the 3DS games. Yeah, it, that's the benefit. It can play the 3DS games. It doesn't have well, the 3D Well, you know, that that actually might be a selling point for some people. Uh, because my, the kiddo's getting one. It, oh, the kiddo's getting one. My argument has just been, why not put DS games and 3DS games on the Wii U Virtual Console? Mm-hmm. You've got a tablet controller. Yeah. So you have I no agree. reason why you can't do that anymore. At the very least, like old school DS games. You yeah. Know? Um, I, I agree. I'd, I'd be down for that one if I had a Wii U. 
But um, I mean, that would make me play my yeah. Wii U. <laughs> that would make your Wii U worth the money you spent on it. Yeah, well, it was a gift. Otherwise, oh, I would yeah. be very pissed. Make your Wii U okay, wait, okay. functional. If you can make it play old games that you can play on an old system. Right, exactly. Hey, yeah. That's what my Wii pretty much did was Super Nintendo virtual and Nintendo console. 64 yeah, games. I, I probably spent more time on virtual console. Should, we, should we save it for another podcast topic, or should we touch on it yeah, briefly well, now, where uh, should Nintendo call it quits? No. No. Um, well, we, with think, consoles. No. What I think no. we should do is in a month or two, um, as we're gearing up for the holidays, we, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do... We'll do a next gen like console war war podcast and, and really like look at I'm getting even though I, I've finally succeeded in, in converting all of my friends since since the old podcast I have finally succeeded in converting all my friends into PS3 owners. Yeah, I'm very proud. Of I'm that. really happy with the PS3. I was really hardcore for the 360. Yeah, I remember. Time, but PlayStation Plus turned a lot of. That I remember around. the old APR. PlayStation like, Plus is the never all the defining yeah. the the best thing that Sony ever did. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember having this discussion at Richie's house with yeah. Walt when it first came out, and I was like, I don't know. Walt I'm like, like, no, seriously. And I was like, all right. And then, like, two weeks later, I went and got it. And it's I like, been. oh, wait, it's worth it. Yeah. It's already paid for itself at this point. But I will st- I will always, st- I will still admit that the Xbox does have a more impressive library. Bullshit. Complete bullshit. I'm going to disagree. They, they have but more shit. On what you, no, they have. It they have five exclusives. It depends on your preference. If you're into Gears of War and Halo and that sort of thing, I like Gears of War and Halo. That's that's why it's a big. I like for Halo, Halo, but I've I could care less about Gears no, of War. The, so far, I am not a big fan of Uncharted. So, no. you are you are you still only basing it on the the 20 minutes you've ever played? Where he well, I don't own a copy of Uncharted. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, yeah, but, of actually but playing playing a game for 20 minutes is not. Oh, the, you you definitely should. Yeah. I think Uncharted 3 is still free. I got it, it but I don't want to start with Part 3. Right, because well, then I, I'm not going to know what the fuck's going on. I told you, take, take one or two something. from Rob, uh, and you can play those whenever you want. But you won't, because you you put a game in for like 15 minutes, and then you're just like, yeah. I don't have time to that. My I'm, PlayStation, I'm, I'm going to play Saints for three Well, Well, I play Saints Row a lot, that's because I can play it for 20 minutes. I don't have time to devote three hours to playing video game anymore. I, I have a trouble, like, because I, I really don't, can, can't play more than like an hour at a time. So That's why I'm excited about Grand Theft Auto V, because I can just do a mission here and there, because yeah. I maybe have like three hours a week I play video games. Yeah. So. I, I'm really, uh, that Grand Theft Auto Online is really making me tempted to go pick that up. I'm going to have to free up some space on my hard drive for I got a install, though. gift card to GameStop for my birthday, mm-hmm. so... Oh, one thing before we close. I did download the demo for the TMNT Out of the Shadows game. Mm. Oh, how was um, it? I heard that's one of the worst games that's ever been released. Yeah, the trailers made me super excited. Yes. Uh, the gameplay, uh, it's not very exciting. I heard no, it's just, like, broken and almost unplayable. That's disappointing. I was beating up guys, but I don't think I was controlling the beating up. I think <laughs> I was just hitting buttons. And then things were getting hit. So, so I'm not exactly sure. So it's like Dynasty Warriors, basically. I guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, like uh, the trailer and like even a gameplay trailer I watched made it kind of look like Assassin's Creed in the way that you can jump on shit and flip off. Well, Assassin's shit. Creed is another one where you're just kind of doing things without actually doing anything. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of uh, Assassin's Creed real quick, they are releasing the Vita-only uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation in an HD mode to nice. PS3. Uh, so that, for people who don't have the Vita, they'll have a chance to play I that. liked... I didn't play through Assassin's Creed 3. I haven't done 3. I'm still in the middle of Revelations. I'm going to play through 3 eventually, and I'm really looking forward to Black Flag, but... 
I don't know. I've heard like I get mixed things. I have all of them so quickly. With those I have games. all of them. I still haven't made it more than two hours past the beginning of the first one. I got yeah. a little further into three. Than One's kind of hard to get through. Yeah, One yeah. Just like it, but I'm also I'm, I'm skip such, the side shit. Skip I, the, just skip the side mission shit. I, I'm such a completist. I know. That Don't I, find I the fucking feathers. I have to start two. Oh, I'm not. I'm not that yeah. worried about that. Yeah. Um, well, in two, yeah, because I'll probably want the platinum. First one doesn't have trophies, so I'm not in danger of trying to get all the flags yeah. or anything. But um, I, uh, I, I have to start a series from the beginning. I can't mm. just jump in in the middle. Assassin's Creed 1 was very disappointing in that dragon game for PS3. Was it Lair? What, Lair, yeah. That, oh, was, Lair. A, that oh. was by Factor 5, the ones who did the uh, Rogue Squadron games. for. Uh, I remember being so pumped for that. It, it was all built Lair. around Six Axis the before, six they, before they realized that Six Axis was not going to yeah. catch on or do well for them. It's uh, nice for a few things, but for like trying to control a full game. Yeah, like the that, little bit I've used it in some of the Ratchet and Clank stuff, it works. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's good in small doses. I hate it in the Batman games. If, if it's something I've, simple, I've like because I played those on 360. If uh, it's something simple, like shake the controller because this thing's grabbing you to break yeah. free, then that's that's fine. I do not like uh, using it like an Uncharted one to aim grenades, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that should have just been I, done. Away. In playing Heavenly Sword, the most frustrating part of that was uh, trying to aim that little uh, chakram thing. Oh god! And, yeah. Oh, I remember you. Yeah. You loaned me Heavenly Sword, and yeah. I put it down. Because of that. Yeah, it's a fucking pain, man. It's a fucking pain. So, we'll be back in a week mm-hmm. with another episode. And do we want to uh, tease what that's going to be? Uh, we're recording yeah. on a certain date, Friday the 13th. Friday the Halloween. <laughs> so, if you guys can't figure out what we're going to be talking about next hour... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scream! Yes, we're going to talk about the Scream films. Sweet. Uh, enjoy... What? Well, don't enjoy anything. Uh, your burrito? <laughs> uh, we'll enjoy your burrito. Uh, WeirdoChurch.com is where you can find all, most of the information about the podcast and everything else most of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt, your Etsy.com slash Arkham Produced Relics. All uh, slash works. shop slash Arkham Produced Relics. Yeah. Or Google. Or just, just yeah, Google uh, Arkham Produced Relics or uh, Arkham Horror Gate Stands. Mm-hmm. You can also find me on Twitter at WaltAPR. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram, Mudkip5000. Aaron? Uh, I am on Twitter, Mr. Mixiez Mr. Mixiez Pitalik. You can't even three. say it. I can't even say it. M X Y Z P T L K. Um, also, I'm on Destructoid Aaron Mixiost, and I host another podcast called Communitoid, which you can find by searching for Communitoid or following me on Twitter because I retweet whenever there's a new episode up. So. Yay! Yay! And we actually the last episode uh, we had uh, recorded was done live at PAX uh, nice. by. Nice co-hosts Connor and Becky, and basically it's just, uh, it was recorded during uh, a giant-ass party for Detroiters at Gameworks in Seattle, which is a big barcade, yeah. and everyone was trashed like fuck. It was, it sounded a lot like the uh, uh, Halloween party Raw <laughs> Dispatches uh, cast, but it's... Yeah, I want to do another one of those. Yeah, check it out uh, just to hear... 30 minutes of drunk-ass people. rambling about wanting the world to end. Yep, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the to the party, so we can uh, we can record another one of those. We should do a crossover APR raw and dispatches, just like interstate. Oh, we gotta get another d- little recorder. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll we'll like camp out in one corner, and then we'll just well, you'll just have to it. you'll just do a slate before each time we turn it on. This is <laughs> just very, like we're gonna APR. get mixed up because we're gonna get so drunk though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have no clue what's going on. Steven, what's your digital footprint? 
On Twitter at Finn, uh, <coughs> sorry, at Finn underscore Dingo. You can see me argue with sports writers. Finn Dingo. You have a possible wrestling podcast in the works? Yes. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. yeah. That'd, that'd be, be nice. Are you gonna? Who are you gonna be doing that with? Um, I'm, I set up a group on Facebook. I just haven't invited everybody. I'm gonna be having like once a month or so at my house. Gonna watch old pay per view or an old episode oh, of Nitro. Cool. Very kind cool. of. Yeah, I guess talk about that and then talk about like what's going on in wrestling now. Nice. Sounds very cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe um, get some guests. I don't know. See who I can. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like going back and watching like an old like some old school like pay per view some night if you're down. Yeah, talk definitely. About that. That'd be very how cool. it was. And I, I don't follow better. it currently, but how uh, it was so much better. Or, yeah, or worse. That'd oh, be good to have, to have like well, Aaron, like Aaron hasn't watched in the last. Uh, Five. You haven't watched regularly. I haven't like watched regularly years. in like about yeah, probably well, no, uh, eight to nine. nine. Yeah, okay. Let's be honest. And we we generally uh, us three we watch pretty regularly, so it'll be interesting to see his take on not knowing what's currently happening, but only remembering yeah. what used to yeah. how it was. I really need to start just watching the Hulu and I read it, so. Um, so I can at least be kind of up to wrestling that. books constantly. So <laughs> I'm reading Booker T's right now. Nice. Is that one any good? It's very good. It's right. mostly about his... They're all written by the same guy. Except Jared <laughs> No, Mick except Foley. for Foley's. Mick Foley, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Mick Foley ghostwrites every wrestler's yeah. biographies. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, right. Let us know what you think. Yep. And until next time, this one's for you, Morph. <laughs>